What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here, and welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode 114.2, and we are continuing our playthrough of Yakuza 5. Today I have with me Matt. Hello. And yeah, it's been two weeks. I figured we could probably knock out a good amount of this, and we just did a section like we always do. So, felt like a section and a half, though. This it, was long. This was very long, but granted, it was two characters. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but man, Yakuza 5 is just, it's the gift that keeps on giving, I guess. So it just keeps going. Yeah, I. they're clearly going for variety. Right? Yeah. I mean, every character, is, you're doing something pretty different. Yes. But it definitely comes at a sacrifice of any kind of cohesive story. To the point that, like, later in this section, when they start even just bringing up the, the Yakuza houses again, I'm like, oh, wait, that's still a thing? Right? Because we've, we've spent time out in the woods. We've spent time on an, an, an a, as a rising idol. And there's just so little of what we've done has even to do with the, the Yakuza. Yeah. Yeah. Everything seems to be connected, but it takes forever to get there to actually show you. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so the first character we're going to be playing as in this section is none other than Haruka, the adopted daughter of Kiryu. She is now 16 years old and she's living in Sotenpori. Is that where we're at? Mm, Osaka? Osaka. Alright, yeah, never mind. Sotenbori was where Sajima was. Yeah. Um, Osaka, yeah. And she is now a up-and-coming uh, idol. So, for those of you who don't know, in Japan, they have... Uh, young girls... And I guess guys as well form basically like boy bands or, or like these musical groups usually. And I guess they have TV star search kind of shows, variety shows and stuff like that, that, that kind of feature these people who are, you know, really good singers or really good dancers. And, um, Haruka has decided to, to go do that, pursue that. Uh, she's also going to school here, but we don't actually get to see any of that. She's mainly just focusing on um, trying to make it big in the show business. I wonder if that is just generally bigger in Japan. I'm, I'm assuming it is, but you know, I, I also don't generally watch a lot of those kind of talent shows and singing shows. Right. So I, I, I know they're big in the U.S. as well, but I don't really watch them. Yeah, like America's Got Talent and stuff like that. Yeah, and in my mind, like, these kind of idols, it's, you know, it's Backstreet Boys, it's NSYNC, it's Britney. And then, in my mind, it hasn't, like, that was a moment in time where it was big and is less so now. But maybe it's just evolved and I'm not as close to it. I wonder if this type of idol search has just been around for decades in Japan or if it happened to have blipped around when, you know, when these games were launched i'm not entirely sure i would say they've probably been doing it for a while um i know that they're still big you know like j-pop 
still yeah. big and stuff like that. I know like baby metals really big. It kind of made a big blip in the United States as well. People were talking about it. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely there still to this day, but, um, I'm not very familiar with it either. Um, I look at it sometimes and just say, mm, this is not my thing. Um, sometimes I'm just like, mm, this is slightly cringy. Yeah. But I mean, you know what? You do you. I'm, I am a 36 year old man from America. So I, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. It's not my wheelhouse. But, uh, yeah. So Haruka, uh, is, uh, I guess employed. Yeah. She gets paid by them. She's employed uh, by a, a talent agency uh, known as Dynachair. Um, she was picked up um, by uh, Park. All right, I'm just going to call her Park because I've, I've heard her first name, but I can't remember it. Yeah. Like and everybody. Murray, Murray. Murray Park, um, who is the president of Dynachair. Uh, and she came to uh, she came to uh, to the Morning Glory um, orphanage in search for Haruka, and uh, we do have a cutscene at the beginning, basically her talking to Kiryu, saying, "I will make your daughter a star, but you need to drop all contact with her. It can't get back that." her adoptive father is a known Yakuza. Did they say how Park's son found her? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think so, but I very easily could have missed it if they said it. She may have just like turned in a tape or something. Like an audition tape or something like that. I'm not sure. And that's one of the reasons why Kiryu left to, to drop all of this because it was... It, he, for what he believed was Haruka's dream was to become an idol. So he did it for Haruka. Very so, altruistic of him. Yeah. Very curious. <laughs> very curious, yes. So cut to, to six or seven months later, she's been training and been uh, practicing her, her dancing and her vocal skills and stuff like that uh, and trying to make a name for herself. How does she do that? She has entered into this television show known as the Princess League, uh, where she has to compete against other teams uh, that basically they're doing a, a perf live performance and kind of like American Idol or something like that, where they're on a stage, it's televised, and they have to they vote on who's the best performer. And we're playing as Haruka now in the Yakuza series so far. When you're playing as a character, you play as a a, a very rough and tumble gangster who beats the crap out of people. Well, you don't do that as Haruka. Would have been a little a, weird if if we had if Haruka's over there just beating yeah, the crap out scrapping of scrapping with every every, every gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so instead, she has dance battles. So they've changed it up again. So instead of hunting out in the wilderness, we're now dancing and performing. And in doing so, you are basically playing like beat mania or, or guitar hero. It's not even it's not even guitar hero. It's 
it's basically just like a, a mini game of, of hit the button when it comes to the circle kind of thing. Yeah. Which um, they, they try to get a lot out of where you even go into an arcade and play a different game that's almost the same thing. Yeah. That, that's a real game, by the way. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's on Game Pass. You can play it if you want to. I don't know. Don't ask me how to pronounce it. It's the drum beating game. Um, but yeah, so she's, so you're having to do that. So you're, you don't have random encounters anymore. You can choose to go up to somebody who, who can be a dance battle and challenge them. And the fights play out differently. You have, you, you have to worry about your health, but you also have to worry about, the right track that you're on hitting buttons on the right track. And then you can use heat moves to like do more points. I didn't do much of the battle stuff. Didn't really care for it. I didn't and do it, much of this, but I did a lot of the other events. Yeah. I did a lot of the other events too. So the, the, the there's, there's other things that you can do to gain publicity and gain fans like uh, having like handshake events where you go and hand, make, you know, basically shake hands with people, meet and greets, that kind of thing. Um, you can also go on TV and answer questions. Um, there's also performances you can do like on a small stage to get people you know, riled up for something. Um, and these are all both increasing your stats of like appearance, vocals, dancing. I can't remember the stats, but it also gains more fans and it also ranks up the, the agency. The agency I didn't really get any sense of what value there is to ranking up those stats though. I didn't either. Like, I didn't either. I never had any idea. At one point, I went in and asked um, the dance instructor, the guy with the hat. Uh, Christina. Christina, yeah. Yeah. I went in and asked him if I if he thought I was ready for the round two of the Princess League. And he said, you're in okay shape um, if you have a really good – event you know you could you could you could still win it right so i mean that was clear i'm like all right well i'll do some more to make it a little bit easier but i didn't ha- i never got a sense of all these events because i did a lot of events probably 20 events 15 to oh, 20 crap. events i did almost almost everyone on the list but i, I never had any idea I'm like is, is level five good is level seven good like what what should i be at do i care about any of the sub you know the individual stats or do i care about the overall level what you know? What happens if one of them is not high enough? I'm like none of. I don't have any idea what, what any of that, what value there was to any of that. Right. I don't know either. I really don't. So I mean, they, they very easily could have not had it in the game. <laughs> yeah, this is true. That, that, that can be said for a lot of stuff in this game. Well, especially in this section, right? Like the whole idea of wandering around the streets. You know, you're going someplace, sure. But at least in any other character, you're getting some money, you're getting some items, you're you know you're, you're getting XP from from beating people up. But you don't do any of that with her, so you're literally only on the streets to walk around and go from point A to point B. I did encounter a few other events, like street events, to complement all the ones from the agency. But uh, but it felt like a lot of those walks were mostly pointless yeah not that random battles actually spice it up and make it make it a walk better but no and they seem very frequent in this game yep but um 
but yeah, so I'm going to skip a lot of the stuff that doesn't really friggin' matter. Like, you know, finding the hairstylist and, and, and finding Christina. So we, I do, I will mention that because we have to find Christina. Christina is a man. That's just his stage name. Uh, he's a dance instructor. He's not our original dance instructor though. Our original dance instructor was a guy with a ponytail. Ogita. I don't know how you pronounce that. Ogita or Ogita? O- Ogita. 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 And, uh, it, he gets fired. So, uh, uh, Park wasn't happy with his performance. So she was like, you know what? You're out of here. Get out. You're fired. And he gets pissed, pushes her. She falls, hurts her hand. He leaves. She kind of screwed him, right? She, like, she subbed in. I thought that was I don't know, funny. I'm like, I don't know if she's kind of a good guy or a bad guy, but she gave him a contract to sign. He read it through, and then right before she accepted it, she made one small change and, like, cut out some of the language that meant that he would get paid, right? Right. If he broke the contract, yeah. Or he would owe her money. That's what it was. So, yeah, yeah so he, he gets pissed. He leaves. Um, and then that's when we get Christina, which is our new dance instructor. We have to prove ourselves to him, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, another mini game. Yeah, another, another dancing mini game. But, um, yeah, so that, that sets the stage because that comes later. Um, and, and one of the things, and, and like you mentioned before, you don't know if Park is a good guy or a bad guy because to begin with, she's very cold and she's, she's also like, you're going to win the princess league because if you don't, I will have no choice but to shut down, stop, stop funding the, the orphanage. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that's kind of heartless. So I was like, okay, is she a villain here? Um, but it kind of quickly changes around. Um, I think she's just trying to motivate Haruka in really bad ways, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah. Um, so she, she, we have a nice little bonding session with her, uh, basically saying that she used to be an idol. Um, but unfortunately, um, she was married at one point and found out she was pregnant and she decided to terminate the pregnancy and her husband left her and she was supposed to have this big performance in uh was it Tokyo Arena or Tokyo, Tokyo Dome? Dome the Tokyo yep. Dome and uh she 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 lost everything when her husband left she she was disgraced you know, it's, it, it was, it was, it was all over for her. So her dream was to always have a, a big concert in the Tokyo Dome. And that's where Haruka comes in. She's like, I have specifically chosen you to do this. I want you to be the big star that I couldn't be. And she gives Haruka a, a pen, a fountain pen. And says that my husband gave me this a long time ago. And um, I also have this letter that he gave me. And 
I've had it for a long time. And I want you to meet with my ex-husband. And I want you to feel see how he feels about me now. And Hark was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. Well, at the, uh, at the end of that night, the next morning, Haruka wakes up and gets a phone call saying that, uh, sometime in the night, Park threw herself from the Dynachair building and killed herself. Which was and, a little bit immediately suspicious because of the night they just had. Right. Although I actually went back and forth on this a little bit because in many – she – I think Park was talking about like finishing up some things before they went out. Like she had to take a few extra minutes before they left for their evening together. And so in hindsight, I'm like, oh, maybe she was – you know, maybe this was the passing of the torch. Yeah. And, you know, she was just wrapping up her will or whatever it was going to be. Maybe she did kill herself and that's why she finally opened up to – um, to Haruka. Yeah. But then, you know, but then on the other hand, like, she was acting very, like, motherly to Haruka mm-hmm. when they were out walking around. Like, you definitely got Haruka watching another mother and daughter and then feeling a bit sad that she grew up in an orphanage, doesn't have a mother. And, you know, the fact that Park saw that and kind of stepped in there, you, you definitely got the sense that she wasn't on her way out, right? You wouldn't. You'd think someone would be a little preoccupied, a little cold if they were about to end things. Yeah. Distracted, maybe. So when we go to the Dynachair office, Haruka unfortunately sees the body covered up and she doesn't believe it. There's no way she would kill herself. And that's basically the end of that first section. And we cut to another returning character, uh, our next playable character, which is Akiyama, uh, the broker or the, the loan shark or whatever, the owner of Sky Finance from Yakuza 4. And this is actually is, the third, the third chapter here, third part. Yeah. There's well, two yeah. Parts in a row, just Haruka, right? Yeah. There's two parts with Haruka, two parts with Akiyama and Haruka. Um, but yeah, the, the next section, um, he is in town, um, because he's opening up another sky finance. He's doing, he's doing another, like a, a new branch of his, his business and, uh, everything's been kind of slow going. He's getting chewed out by a secretary. <laughs> still, still, you hey, imagine this has happened every day since. Yeah. And so, uh. We take over as him, and uh, he's getting razzled by uh, the local Yakuza, the Omni Alliance, come in and say, hey, we heard you're moving in. You need to pay us some protection money. And, of course, he's like, I'm not paying you guys crap. <laughs> and he beats the crap out of him, of course. Of course. Feeling a lot like Huarang with his <laughs> kicks. Yeah. But, uh, and he gets a phone call, he gets a phone call, um, and, um, the phone call basically tells him that, uh, Park over at Dynachair has committed suicide 
and he's very distraught about that. So he goes over to Sky Finance to see what's going on, and um, is talking with. So I, I didn't mention this, but Haruka, the the president of Dynachair was Park. Haruka's technical manager was a guy, and I can't think of his name. Start with an H. Hori. Hori was it just Hori? Yeah. Um, and Hori was like a kind-hearted man who who you know always believed in Haruka and stuff like that. A little bit weak, though, it seems. Every time that they're at a competition, he's always deferring to the bigger companies. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, Akiyama talks to Hori, and Hori's like, I don't believe Park would have killed herself. And, they, of course, they're wanting to know why he's there. And he's like, well, I, I loaned her money about a year ago. And uh, it was 500 million yen. And like, wow, does she need that kind of money? I was, he's like, I don't know what it was for. She didn't tell me. But she, she the way she went through her, because if we remember correctly, Akiyama always uh, does like a big test for their the, the, the loan people. And he says she passed with flying colors, which means she was determined to get this money. She wanted it. So the money's, they don't know where the money is. And he doesn't believe that she killed herself. So uh, he meets with the, the, the newest talent that she was working with. And to his surprise, it's Haruka. And Haruka's like, oh, what are you doing here? And they decide to team up because they both want to solve this. So they go over, all right. Well, go to the roof. This is where she fell. Could it possibly be that she was attacked? Somebody kill her? I don't know. Um, but the next the next thing we we got to figure out is like obviously who were the enemies? Who who was the enemies of 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 Park and and Dinachair? Well, the obvious one would be the rival talent agency uh, in town, which Haruka has been competing with during the Princess League, which is what the, the, is it just Osaka talent? Yeah, I think so. Osaka talent agency. So, uh, Akiyama thinks, well, I, I guess the best place to go would be there. Figure out, you know, if anybody had anything to do with it. Um, and, uh, well, that come wait that that happens later, right? Because we we have to find something first. We have to. It was the forgery, right? Yeah. So they they want to see what the 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 she left a suicide note. Short and, and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. I'm tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, they they wanted to see if it was if it was going to match up with her handwriting. Because she had an injured hand and she was writing with her left hand. Yes, yes. So she she had injured her hand whenever the the first uh, dance instructor pushed her down. So um, she was writing with her left hand. Well, the police had matched it to her right hand handwriting and said that, well, it's got to be her. Well, what they didn't know was she had an injured hand. Haruka knew that. 
So they're like, okay, so this is obviously a forgery. We got to talk to a forger in town. So we go on a little wild goose chase trying to find a forger. We finally find one. It's a man who's actually a fan of Haruka's. And he tells us that it was, the only thing he knows is that it was, it was commissioned by somebody who has to do with the rival uh, company, the rival talent agency. That's when we go to the rival talent agency. Yeah, I guess the only thing that happened before that that I thought mattered was when you start the investigation, you go up to the roof, you end up seeing the old dance instructor. I think that's all before we head out. This, yeah. We see yeah. him and, and then we get our first fight with the, the brick house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it wasn't just that. So what happened was we went back to Dynachair and opened up the safe. So the safe couldn't figure out. We looked in her office to see if we could find anything, possibly the money as well. And they, uh, the, kind of found out the safe was opened by that fountain pen that uh, Haruka had gotten from Park. Inside was a letter from her ex-husband as well as the accounting books for Dynachair. He went through the, the, the accounting and saw that the money that he had loaned her went to booking the Tokyo Dome and this giant concert that she had paid for, which was obviously going to be for Haruka. And that's while we're there, we see somebody falling. We're on the third floor. Somebody's falling from the roof. When we go downstairs, Hori has been thrown from the roof and coming down the emergency uh, stairs there, the fire escape is the old dance instructor, ponytail man. Still pissed. Still pissed. So we fight him. After we fight him, we're like, what the hell? Were you responsible for Park's death too? Hori's still alive. He's in the hospital or he's going to be in the hospital. He's laying there. He's still breathing. And uh, while we're trying to grill him for information, a, like you said, brick house from the Yakuza show up. We have a fight with him. And I thought we were going to have an issue. But I actually beat him pretty easily. So I actually didn't. Okay. Because having played so long as Haruka, once I had um once I had access to a fighter again, I forgot to go buy any health drinks. Oh. And so I had nothing, not a single one. And he wasn't super hard but I, I couldn't find a way to get him without taking some damage so he was just taking me out faster than I could take him out did I actually you, had, had to bump it down to easy I, I did I haven't done that yet did you unlock the ability that Akiyama has where if you hold if you have heat and you hold down the Y button he does like this flash kick yep flip him into the air and then chain him chain him in the yeah. air that wrecks everybody yeah I was doing that and it, that guy was no problem for me mm. but uh yeah 
Um, but we beat him up, but he's almost like it doesn't even bother him. I like the kick to the face where he just, it doesn't even like, <laughs> he doesn't even feel it. Yeah. And he has a gun, obviously, so we can't really fight him too well right now. He's like, I'm going to remember you. <laughs> and leaves. And we're like, what the hell's going on? So, so the, the, um, the old dance instructor, he's gone. That Yakuza guy who we don't know who he was, he's gone. And poor Hori's there falling off a friggin' roof of a building. But he's still alive. They take him to the hospital. That's the Park's end of that. Park's dead. Everybody, Park, you know. <laughs> yeah, Park's dead. And so that's the end of that chapter. Then begins the next chapter where we talk to the forger. He tells us that the forgery was commissioned by somebody from that, that had something to do with the Osaka Talent Agency. Along that way, we are switching back and forth between Haruka and Akiyama. Haruka has to do the the final Princess League thing. Did you do that? Yeah, lucky for me. I mean, I had done so many, uh, so many events before the second round of the Princess League that I ended up just kind of saying, you know what? After I, I beat the second round, I didn't do maybe I did one more, and then I was just like, all right, I'm going to go straight into the third round. So I, I didn't take a lot more time, although I could have. Yeah, I, I didn't. Left. I didn't really do much. I just went to all the rounds because I felt like it was easy as long as I had like that heat and I used it at the right times. Yeah. So there's a fun fact here, and I found that out in the uh, in the the walkthrough on uh, Game Facts. Apparently, at the end there, uh, for the final round, the 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 new head of Dynachair, I can't remember what her name is. It's the other woman that worked there. She was the vocal coach. Yeah. She asked Haruka, "Are you ready? Is this what you really want to do? Because your life's going to change whether you win or lose, and you can choose to say no." And the rival wins those two evil girls. And I don't know what the story, I don't think the story actually changes, but you can choose not to do that final thing. And the story continues. That's funny because that's not the type of scenario where I feel like the illusion of choice will help the game. Because, I mean, if this is her dream. This was Park's dream. She knows that. Um, for her to say no would be such a huge change of direction for the character that for the game to just overwrite it with, like, a line of dialogue to say, oh, you ended up ready to go for your Tokyo Dome show anyway, I, I don't know. It, it, it seems like it would be way off course. Like, yeah. maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe they would do it in a in an elegant way, but... There, I would liken that to you just mentioned the the T set, the pair of competitors that comprise T set. Yeah, one of the weirdest parts of this whole section that we played was the back and forth between them being mean to Haruka, and then all of a sudden they're friendly to her, and then they're mean again, and then at the end they're friendly again. I I didn't feel like that was necessarily handled in a very smooth way so that it felt like real yeah 
I think it was just there to to make it seem like they were turning a new leaf at the end, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, if that was supposed to be character development, instead of like displaying growth, it was just bad, 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 but okay, good now. Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't really organic. No. Which is why I kind of skipped it. Yep. But it's 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 why I feel like that would have is what would have happened here. Like despite the fact that her turning down turning her back on her dreams would be the biggest decision she's probably made in her 16 years. Or at least most people. I mean, she's been through quite a lot, but I mean, that's that's the hugest decision she could make at that time and just to decide no would be so out of character, I feel, for her. Yeah. I'm surprised they even gave the player that option. I didn't even know it was an option. I figured they'd just be like, hit no, and they're like, oh, come on, you're you're good. You yeah. <laughs> like they always do in those games. Yeah. But yeah, so we win the Princess League. I, I won the Princess League. Uh, everybody's happy. Um. But going back to Akiyama, because that's actually part of the story that I care about. Uh, he goes to meet with the president of, uh, of the Osaka uh, talent agency. And, um, he tells him straight up, like, I had nothing to do with, with Park's death. We were colleagues yeah, we had rivalries, but we were totally respectable to each other. And he writes Akiyama a check. And he's like, what is this, hush money? And he's like, call it what you will. Call it whatever you want to. <laughs> I don't he's need bold. Yeah, I don't need this crap coming back on me. So just take the money. Akiyama's I just, like, I what? feel like you set yourself up for every movie where you pay him off. But what has changed? From five minutes prior, as soon as that money is spent, he's coming back for more. If 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 that was the situation that had happened, so I was kind of shocked that he just didn't pull out a gun and shoot him in the face. True. You know, cover co- cover up that loose end and make sure it doesn't come back asking for money. Exactly. Also, what he doesn't realize is he's he's talking to a multi billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't need your measly, you know, whatever he wrote him. Yeah. And he's like, nah, that, that doesn't work that way. I'm going to, I'm going to prove this and I'm going to take you down. And so he leaves, gets a phone call and uh, says, Hey, I need you to come to your office. I need some, I have some information for you. He's like, Who is this? Don't worry about it. So he goes to his office and, um, it's the, 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 the cop that was spinning every story so far. I, I don't know what, what is, what is his title? Uh, hasn't he gone back and forth? He was on homicide for a while. Yeah. I don't know who this, I don't know who this guy is. Why do I get the feeling toward the end? He's going to be like the villain. Is his name Nakajima? I don't know. But he's there, and he basically just tells him, so the guy that you fought in the alley, the Yakuza guy, 
uh, is Kanai. Is that what his name is? Kanai? Yep. Uh, his name's Kanai. He works for a, um, a front for the Omni Alliance. Um, it's not Osaka. It's something like that though. I can't remember, but it's, it's, it's a front basically. And, uh, they're, they're kind of like a, a top ranking, um, uh, subsidiary of the Omni Alliance. And you probably don't want to be poking your head around right now because the Omni Alliance is fighting for who's going to take over as chairman. And they'll probably just kill you if you just show up there. And he's like, well, doesn't really work that way. I'm going to go anyway. So now that he has that information that they're part of the Omni Alliance, the cop leaves. Guess who shows up as soon as the cop leaves? More of those Omni Alliance dudes from the very beginning. And they're like, yep, we're here for our, our protection money again. He's like, oh, good. Perfect timing. I need to talk to you. <laughs> so we beat the crap out of him. And they're like, okay, where is this? I want to know where Kanai is. And they're like, well, he's in this place on the outskirts of town. It's like an hour's drive. So we go there. And it's like a, it looks almost like a junkyard. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say a construction site at first, but yeah, more like a junkyard. Yeah. And we have our gauntlet, like we always do in every chapter. Yeah. Uh, so we have the gauntlet. We run the gauntlet, fight a bunch of dudes, trying to find Kanai. And we uh, we actually run into um, uh, the first dance instructor, Ponytail Man. And he has had his arm ripped off, right? Yeah, he was in a bad way. Was it, was it gone? I think it was gone. He was pretty bloody. Yeah. Um, and... We're like, I thought you and Kanai were all buddy-buddy. No, no, he was using me. Uh, and yes, I was the one who killed Park and staged it as a suicide, but he helped me do it. And I will confess if you get me the hell out of here. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to about to start a ruckus, so uh, now's your chance to run. So we go into like the, the warehouse-looking area fight a bunch of dudes one dude with the crowbar gave me a lot of trouble yeah the crowbar guy was the worst here for sure yeah and he, he was so aggressive yeah like non-stop dude yeah just kept attacking 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 and i was like i can't get a hit in yeah i can't even get off the ground yeah but uh we make it inside the the full part of the warehouse uh canise there and um I'm, I'm, I, I, we saw the, the dance instructor apparently got captured and they threw him off the scaffolding. Is he dead? Mm, I feel like unless you see the body, probably not. <laughs> unless he gets shot directly in, in between the eyes, he's probably still alive. Yeah. So, even if he shot 10 times. Even shot 10 times. As long as it's not in the head, he's good. But, so yeah. 
Um, and Kanai orders his men to attack uh, and escapes. Um, after beating up all those guys, Akiyama gets a phone call from Dinachair saying that Haruka's been kidnapped by a bunch of Yakuza guys. Oh, crap. So we get a cut scene with Haruka. She's tied up. And they're trying to figure out where this letter is. The letter that Park's ex-husband left her. And um, Kanai's there and he's like threatening her. And a man walks in and punches him in the face. And they're like, this is not how we do stuff. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, chairman. And it kind of cuts the black. We go back to the diner chair. And in walks a man carrying Haruka. And the man, the chairman, is none other than the, the head of the Osaka Talent Agency. Katsuya. So, Katsuya, is that his name? So kind of find out, Katsuya not only runs a talent agency, but he's also uh, one of the <sighs> patriarchs of the Omni Alliance, I guess is what you would call it. Yeah, I guess so. They didn't really use that term, right? He he basically said he had a couple of titles, right? It was like the head of HQ and something else. Yeah. But... um Yep, he brings Haruka back and says, we do not do this here. This is not what we do. We do not kidnap children, and we don't threaten them. So, um, he leaves Haruka there with them. Haruka is, is fainted. She's passed out. I said, all right, well, we'll let her rest. Haruka wakes up and gets a phone call. Phone call is from, uh, what, what was his name again? Katsuya. Katsuya. Katsuya is like, look, all I want is that letter. If you give me that letter, that's all I need. Why doesn't she want to give it up? Other than, we... is it just because it was Parks? And yeah. Park wanted her to to use it to I meet guess. the ex-husband yeah to make, meet the ex-husband there was one other thing I forgot to mention whenever uh, Katsuya dropped off Haruka he told uh, Akiyama that uh, the ex-husband is a major player in the Tojo clan Goro Majima we're trying to use that letter to figure out where Goro Majima is. I know Since it was he's an, not dead. Yeah, everybody, they announced that he was dead, but everybody knows he's not. He's went into hiding somewhere. We're trying to locate him. We need that letter. So they said, please convince Haruka to give me that letter, and we will leave y'all the hell alone. So, um... When Haruka wakes up, she's by herself, gets a phone call, 
uh, and he tells her, if you give me the letter, I will leave you alone. If you refuse to give me the letter, I did a little bit of research on you. Come to find out, I didn't know this, but you were the adopted daughter of the fourth chairman, Kiryu Kazuma. Yeah, I know where you grew, grew up, and I yeah. know who used to run that joint. Yep. So, I may send my buddies to uh, Okinawa, and uh, we'll give your little morning glory orphanage a, a visit. She's like, okay, fine. I will give you the letter. Just leave the orphanage alone. He's like, all right, I want you to meet me at the train station and come alone, and I will come alone. And so she agrees. She decides um, with uh, everybody at uh, Dynachair, I'm kind of tired. I'm just going to go home for the night. Akiyama can tell that something's up. She's not telling the truth. And so he decides to follow her. She goes to the train station. And whoever gets off the train. Guess who it is. It's Kanai. And a whole bunch of his men. And they surround her. And they take. Or attempt to take the letter from her. Like how they threaten her. And she's like no. No. I'm not doing that. I'm not giving you this letter. And finally, Akiyama shows up, out of breath. Been running this whole time. He's always good for a little bit of comedic relief. Yeah. Even even when we first met him, and he's clearly like living like a bachelor in what was supposed to be the, the brand new, shiny new office, and it's just like crappy digs with food cartons and stuff all over the place. Yep. And... uh so we had to fight Kanai and all of his men. I didn't have trouble with this one either. Yeah, no, I thought this one was a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, before that last big section with Akiyama, I definitely went through and stocked up on uh, health drinks, so I didn't have any, any real issues with the rest of the section. This Just that one time a, trying to do it cold. Yeah, this game does a pretty good job. If you're fighting a bunch of guys... After you defeat a certain amount, they'll drop a healing item. Yeah. They didn't do that in a lot of the other games, I don't think. Not as much, at least. Yeah, which is funny, because I don't feel like there's anywhere near as much fighting in this. As many gauntlets. As not long really. gauntlets. Yeah, not really. Especially in this section. Yeah. Um, but yeah, beat them up. Um... I mean, even that last one with, with Akiyama felt really short because after Kanai, I thought there was going to be another one with Katsuya, and then yeah, it just ends. That's what I was thinking, too. Apparently not. But, um, yeah, uh, so Akiyama and uh, Haruka are like, we're going to Tokyo. Why? You're still going to have your big concert, right? Let's not take the train. <laughs> Because <laughs> the Yakuza are going to be on it. Yeah, they all just got off the train. Yeah. So um, we're uh, we're going to take a taxi to Tokyo. Or, or Komorocho, which is 
right outside of Tokyo. Um, then we get a cutscene uh, back at the the headquarters of I, I guess I can't remember what the name of it is. It's part of the Omni Alliance, um, and Kanai's there, and obviously his boss is not very happy with him. He's like, I told you, I was gonna go meet her alone. She was gonna. You knew this. <laughs> you you knew this. You were standing there when I was on the phone with her. <laughs> I was gonna go meet her alone. She was gonna hand me the letter. Instead, you went with a bunch of guys to force it out of her, and she wouldn't give you the letter. And Akiyama beat up every single one of you, and we have no letter. And we have no letter. So the mere fact that you, who is this badass, can't even frighten a 16-year-old girl. What kind of a Yakuza are you? I like his little analogy. He's like, to be an idol, your face matters. The way you're seen by the world matters. But also, as a Yakuza, how you're seen matters. If you're not seen as tough, you're not a good Yakuza. Exactly. And so I was thinking, oh, he's 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 gonna kill him here. Yeah. He's dead. So he uh he offers him a cigarette. He lights his cigarette, and then he begins to choke him, <laughs> strangles him from behind, and takes the cigarette and puts it out on his eye, and lets him go. He's not he's not dead. And uh, he has a, kind of like a little monologue for himself saying, we're going to get this. We're going to find Majima. And I can't lose because I have been, he even recognizes it. I have been tempted and blinded by this Omni 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 chair, Omni Alliance chairman Ch- chairmanship yeah yeah so we're gonna get it we're going to tokyo and so that's all, the all roads lead to tokyo all roads lead to kamarocho and that's the end of the section finally i don't know what to think about this it's just, it's just... yeah I, I i feel a lot like yeah, I think before we started recording, you said that you didn't really hate what we did, and that's kind of how I feel. Like, everything we did was okay. The rhythm games weren't broken. They tried to inject some variety into them. It's just that, I think for me, the the variability between sections, you know, everything you're doing is just so different that it just feels a bit disjointed. This section definitely feels a little too long. Um, I don't know. I didn't really need to go through three different rounds of Princess League with 20 different events in the middle to build up her star power. I, mean, well, I, guess I don't it's, even know if it mattered. Yeah, I don't even know if it mattered. And it's, I, I mean, I guess it's nice to connect with her since she's been in all the games. Sure. You know, in some ways she's an important character that we haven't played. So I'm not opposed to to exploring her hopes and dreams in life, but 
it just felt like the entire thing was a distraction and they could have had as many events or as many rounds as they wanted to and none of it would have mattered. It could have just been one round, one big event that she does. Yeah. Instead, it was a, a season of a TV show, essentially. Um, so, you know, I don't know. It was just, it was packed with stuff that none of it was relevant to the story. I mean, yeah. I, I guess other than that, you know, her and Park and the, the way these, I don't even know, companies, yeah, the talent agencies interact with each other. I mean, I guess that is a big part of this story. It just doesn't seem to be a big part of the overall Yakuza story. Yeah. That's, uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head for me as well. There's two, two issues I have, not only with this section, but with this game is the fact that I feel like there's a lot of parts that are just too long. And then there's, I, like, like I said, I don't mind what we're doing if it was shorter. Also, I wouldn't mind what we were doing if, it was relevant to the story. You know, you go on these little side quests of dancing or go on these side quests of hunting in the woods or taxi driving and stuff like that. And it's just like, I get it. Yakuza is known for having tons of things you can do in it. Like, this is a completionist, like, nightmare. Yeah. Like, trying to complete everything in the game. Uh, and and I I I commend the developers for putting that kind of stuff in there, but sometimes it's a little bit too much for the casual guy who wants to see the story, and that's the biggest problem I've had with this game so far. Well, I will still say to this day, I feel like I am enjoying this game more than Yakuza Four, but. And I think it's because I feel like the story is more compelling than Yakuza 4's story was. The The problem is, is that they drip feed you yeah. the, the story in this game so little that you don't get enough of it. Right now, feels like it should be ramping up. Just like in the last section with, with Sajima. Sajima's story started ramping up at the very end. Yep. And and then you automatically stop gap to a different character. And I'm just like, holy crap. Like, I want to see more of what is just, like, don't stop leaving me on cliffhangers. I want to continue where we're at. Yeah, like, I, had to, I had to sit through all the buildup. Yeah. And you, I guess we're getting it all in the, the, the final section. Because we got a whole other character. Apparently this is a brand new character that we haven't seen before. I wish they handled a little bit more of it like they did the hunting in the woods where you could leave. Yeah. You know, get, give me a little of it to show me what happened story-wise, but then let me leave if I want to leave. I can always come back and do this stuff if my completionist brain compels me to. Right. So, I, I, I don't know. I don't and know they did what... some of that here, right? Like, you didn't have to do all the events in the Princess League. I, I don't know if you could go back and do them after, but... They're not exactly the most exciting individual events on their own, so... No. Not sure you would want to go back and do that unless there was some, you know, next season or, or super finals that you could do. Yeah. I At feel least like with the... the hunting, I felt like there was more that you, you might find out there. Like, I never killed that giant bear. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing that I kind of wanted to do. So I, ha I might have reason to go back into that section and, and continue. 
here I don't really have it. I wish they would have given me less um, mandatory work and then build a lot of the rest of it up to some kind of other deliverable, like uh, some other thing that you could do after after completing the game, come back and, and maybe win the, the Princess League separately. Right. Although maybe it was too tight into the story. Yeah. Trust me, I, I can tell you what's going to happen. Toward the end of this game, we are going to play as Haruka again doing the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. I absolutely guarantee it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So we do have an email. Comes in from Dustin. Says, hey guys, just wanted to drop a quick email. I'm still playing the slog of a game off and on. I'm glad I broke it up in between games because I could not imagine playing part two and three back straight, back to back straight through. I don't actually remember a lot of the stuff, so I'll just type out some of my notes. Bulletproof vest on Patriarch. I thought he fired the gun and was knifed. I don't know what the one, what that one even means. Probably something to do with the ending of part one. So far, the best part of this game was the karaoke bit with Sajima just yelling in the background, being the hype man. That was some funny ass <laughs> stuff. That's true. It was pretty yeah. funny. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Uh, he was in jail for 10 years, but conveniently knows of a bar that's abandoned now. (laughs) (laughs) The mountain hunt was one of the most boring things I ever did in a video game. I just paid the guy instead of playing him at pool since I didn't want to deal with that BS. Uh, I had to play him. I had to. I I didn't either. Did you guys miss the long ass save times? It feels like there's about 10 different save confirmation menus before it actually saves in all these games. I'm not experiencing that. I have in every other game where you ha- where it goes through four different save screens. I on I meant to PlayStation. mention it. Yeah, on on this game, this is the first one I played on Xbox. There's there's nothing. It's like immediate. It's immediate. Play on Xbox. I'm telling you. PlayStation, you have to save then confirm, then save, and it's back and forth. Because I played Yakuza 4 on on PlayStation, and that was, like, tedious. Yeah, that, that bit was not very refined. I'm going to try to play Yakuza 6 on Xbox if it's still there. Hopefully it's not removed. I don't think it will be because it's now being added to PlayStation. Yep. So hopefully they stay on there. Also, I'm getting stuck in the crowd so much trying to move around in this game. Yeah, I feel like this is the worst game for that. As soon as you touch somebody, you slow way down. Yep. And I also had some awkward... (laughs) I had one awkward bump where I came up on the right side of somebody. So instead of them being, like, pushed off to the left, like, I came up and hit them on the right side, and then they fell to the right into me. And so, like, I, it was like a triple stun, basically. Where you know you, you act all you act all like out of sorts when you bump into somebody, but then they fell into me, so it happened like three times in a succession, and it was just the craziest thing. Like she shouldn't have fallen that way. Physics doesn't work like that. First <laughs> and second, he could have just sidestepped. He's way bigger than her. But uh, yeah, it, it's definitely more noticeable in this game. Yeah, the random fights are so frequent. Sometimes I can't even walk a city block without five fights with the same guys. 
I have no idea how to run away from them in this game. It seems like they always catch up. It's true. Yeah, you have to be on like a dead straightaway. Yep. So part three, they inject the shitty rhythm game idle simulator right into the middle of this game, and it's very unwelcome. <laughs> yeah, it switches up the pacing, but in a terrible way. If I wanted to play a rhythm game, I would have gotten the actual rhythm game and not this half-assed mini game. Do I even like this series even anymore? Sometimes I wonder why it was never canceled. I enjoyed Zero and Two, but everything else I seem to be going through the motions. One and three had some great parts, but four and f- and most of five has been such a slog. I really hope six delivers, and I'm looking forward to seven. Towards the end of part three, I don't know why Haruka just didn't scream, but I suppose she figured no one would challenge a Yakuza. Also, I don't think Majima would ever date Mary Park. I've played a little bit of part four, and the new character is meh. Maybe he'll grow on me, though. Later, Dustin. Yeah, I, I was thinking that the the character in the last little section here was going to be the cop from 4. Apparently not. It's a new guy. Yeah. So. Oh, well. I wonder what we'll be doing with him. What's, what's the, the shoehorn for this one? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm just looking at the sales here because... I think that's a good point. Like, I'm, I'm surprised more people didn't kind of fizzle, fizzle out on this. Why do you say that? Um, you know, just in, into four and into five. I mean, I, I could imagine people getting burnt out in the series and being like, "Yeah, I think I've had enough Yakuza." I'm still enjoying it. I'm not, you know, not like I, I wouldn't want to play it, but I don't know. People get busy. I could, I could see, I could see other games vying for people's attention. Sure. And these are some of the worst, but even the worst selling ones are still half a million. Yakuza 5 looks like it was 700,000 or so. Not a mega hit, but... No. You know, it's enough to probably keep it keep the series going. Sure. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm surprised when I'm looking it up here. So Yakuza 5 came out in 2012. Yakuza 6 came out in 2018. <laughs> so that's a long time in between games. Yeah. Maybe they did stall it a little bit after five. Well, they intentionally. So, so this was the first game to change the engine. Yeah, because the six was. Yeah. So I guess they had to come up with a brand new engine and stuff. It was originally released in Japan in 2016. So. Not as long, but 2018 uh, worldwide. Huh. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to get back to that engine at least. I think I will enjoy it more if I'm in that engine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I won't. I don't know. Who knows? I just don't feel like I've spent a lot of time figuring anything out. No. Or, like, I, I miss having, like, an upgrade path that I, like, cared about and it mattered. And I and having one character that you can play long enough to actually build that up over time rather than hopping into a new character every couple hours. 
yeah, this game definitely feels a lot easier, and I feel like they had to make it that way because you don't play as somebody long enough. Yeah, yeah, you can never level up unless they just started you out. Like, hey, you you still know everything that you learned in the last game, so you start off on level 20 or something. Right. So, I don't know, but that's uh, that's it. That's it for this week. Two more, two more episodes? I would say two more episodes. We're going to do this next section with a new guy, and then there's the final section, which has four chapters in it as well, so... I would say two more episodes. Um, we have announced on our Twitter, uh, our next game is going to be The Sinking City. Anthony will be joining us for that one. He was actually the one that kind of suggested it. And, uh, yeah, that's a game I've never played before, so there you go. Yeah, I, I haven't, but I've been looking forward to it. I've owned it for a long time. I just never actually booted it up. So, looks like Anthony's going to be our... Cthulhu person, because we we've done two Cthulhu games with him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's going to be it for us. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, it's Drew at ztgd.com. You can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS, and the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. But that is going to be it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back with the continuation of Yakuza 5.